We're here recording uh, at Pete's flat, DJ Bobby B and Pete Lyons from the Thunder Buddies podcast. And we're here to have, give you a bit of insight into uh, Bootcamp UK Ferrum, how it started, and uh, do a little bit of a location profile. We're doing these on all the locations. Uh, this one's all about Ferrum. So Pete, what do people need to know about Bootcamp UK Ferrum? Cool. So uh, after I got out of the army, uh, Ferrum was the second location that we, that we opened. Uh, it was opened in April 2019 um, uh, and our first location was Park Lane Rec in Fairham, which is, if anyone knows Fairham, it's by, by Les Centre. Um, I think that's <laughs> how everyone recognises that location, where the Leisure Centre is. Yeah, by, by Les Centre. Uh, it's actually called Park Lane Rec, which I didn't know, I just knew it was a field by Les Centre. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we started there. Uh, First session, April 2019. In the first session, we had about 40-odd people that come down, done a mixture. We had three instructors on that day. I remember uh, we, it was myself. We had brothers who's still with us. Still and, around. Yeah, he's still, he's still getting out to all different locations. So brother was down there with us. Um, and then Rob Baldwin as well, So um, who's moved on to do, do his own stuff as well. So, uh, yeah, it just seems, seems like a... Seems like a age ago now um, but it was good you know some summer shining we got out done some really cool stuff uh, and there is uh, one member that's still with us that was on that day as well so Nikki Court now she's been through been with us with thick and thin um, and uh, yeah she was down she was down there on that day yeah you now looking at our big multi-park events you know they're probably you know they're always up there pushing in the top two we're all uh, fair and we're organized and I think that's what that's what makes a difference, yeah. and and what they've always done really well. Certainly since I've been around, is yeah. that they've used social media, they've used connections. They, they are they're not afraid to gently press gang people um, <laughs> as a way of being inclusive. Yeah, yeah. But that that's that's the that's the good thing about um, the fam is that they 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 do get a lot of new people involved. You know, it's not. Um, not an inclusive, um, yeah, not an exclusive. yeah, an exclusive group. Yeah, so everyone, everyone's included, and everyone feels part of this team. You know, which is which is really nice to see with with this event series this year because you know some people have really come out of the show, and I'm talking about media, Martin Lewis. They've really really come to the forefront in this competition, and that's you know that's what we that's what we want really. Yeah, and um, um, they've also got a really good social element as well. So the guys get out. You know, they 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 like to have a drink or two, which is which is always good for morale as well. If you if you listen to this, you're in the you're in the the Ferrum, um, area. You want to come down get get stuck in some outdoor training. Um, then Ferrum we run on Tuesday seven to eight, uh, Thursday seven to eight in the evening, and Sunday morning nine to ten. We are located at Titchfield Rec. Um, which is if anyone knows the Titchfield Mill is just opposite there by Titchfield yeah. Boxing Club on the field up there uh, and grab your first 10 sessions for £10 using the link app.bcuk go on there book your sessions come down and, um, and just get, get, get involved in it and change your life so the next bit of the podcast you're about to hear is an interview with Laura Grimwood from Bootcamp UK Fairham and it's a real insight into not only what makes the location at Fairham special but also what makes Laura Grimwood as a person uh, really worth knowing. Let us know what you think by all the usual platforms. Can't wait to hear from you. Uh, let's get into it. Laura, we're here, all here, a little sunburn um, from yesterday. Uh, tell us about what we all got up to yesterday. Uh, so we had the strong man slash woman Whoa, person... Yeah. Person. You can't call a strong man like absolute sexist. <laughs> you of all the people. Feminist in yeah. me. <laughs> the uh, strong human. Yeah. Um, we had the yeah the strong human Blanchard event. Which number was it? Like an event five. Number five. Yeah. It was number five. Um, which saw some of us going out there, absolutely smashing it, um, flipping tires, carrying. No, pulling tyres and then carrying heavy bottles of water that <laughs> ripped our hands to shreds. Yes. How, how do you think you got on with some of the events yesterday? All right. 
I, I met is it Big Bertha you call yeah, it? Yeah, Big Bertha, yeah. Big Bertha, met Big her Bertha's for the first tired. time. Yeah, yeah. Managed to flip her ten times. Never yeah. flipped a bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just 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 a point on that as well. Big Bertha, massive tire. Uh, when we when we originally get out, uh, the a lot of the girls, or a lot of the the women, uh, don't think they they can do it. But like every, like most of the girls end up flipping that tire, and that was that was really good to see yesterday. Only a few of them probably wet themselves. Yeah, yeah. Up. <laughs> Big shout out to Faye Butler on that because right up until when she did it and she saw that people were were flipping it, she was convinced she was going to do level down yeah and then went and tore out all all 10 flips yeah and, and fell over at the end yes spectacular <laughs> diving for the line maybe we need to do like a boot camp uh, fail compilation video yeah. for our uh, boot camp uh, sports personality of the year at the end of the year and i think that, you know that, that's a top contender so yeah. thanks alan brown for being on hand <laughs> to uh, share your sister i really want to focus on our feature interview uh, today yeah. so uh, Laurie, you're going to have to tell people a bit of the basics about yourself, I'm afraid. So I am 35 years old, or young. I probably started on my fitness journey about four, four years ago now. Okay, so you were early 30s. Early 30s, yep. I'd come, come back down this way. I used to live up in the Midlands. I'm from this way originally, though. Um, came home and was very overweight. Um, and just living a very bad lifestyle. Um, so then, it's easy. It's easy to get into. I'm just. Um, it's easy to get into that routine. Like I'm always about. You can be in a bad routine, but then you can also get yourself in a good routine. And obviously, you you've noticed that, and that, and that's why you've got yourself into this routine. Yeah, yeah. I used yeah. to play rugby, but then yeah. drink beer, eat kebabs, yeah, stay up all night, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, do the same the next day. So then, yeah. what, what position do you play in rugby? I was second row. Well, yeah, yeah. Far big, too big, short big. for it. <laughs> Back then, what weight are we talking? If you don't mind sharing. I don't mind sharing. So I was twenty-two stone. So I I wear men's clothes, and mm. I was a triple XL. Yes. At one point. Um, yeah. Now, not everyone would have seen uh, what you look like now, but you're at least ten stone lighter than that. Um, I'd I'd say I work. Yeah, again, don't have to say exactly how you how you are but you've you've lost a considerable amount of weight put on muscle um, although I imagine you would have had quite a bit of muscle as a second row <laughs> <laughs> yeah just, just naturally quite strong you would have, you would, yeah. you would have done better in the strong man though yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so swings, are, next yeah, yeah. swings and roundabouts um, for, for, for the listeners that probably might not know Laura now Laura, Laura's a bit of a machine nowadays you know she's a bit of an all rounder she's strong she's fit she runs um, and uh, yeah she's an uh, absolute weapon as well so that uh, like hats off to her for, for, for realising that and, and then changing her routine and changing her lifestyle yeah absolutely um, go on you about to say something so no I was just going to say so yeah I literally first of all just started calorie counting mm. like that's that's how yeah. I did it and I realised that wasn't good enough I had a lot of loose skin yeah. I wasn't healthy I was a bit smaller but I yeah. still wasn't healthy as such no. and that's where I started to do like a bit of running Yeah. and that's where I, I fell in love with running and then actually I did like the Great South I did it in an hour and twelve. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's good I was put that like if I wanted to do it again, I could be in the the top ten percent yeah, of starters yeah. and stuff. Um, but actually, at that point, I was probably in the opposite way with food, and I was very restrictive. And yeah. I got down to about eight stone. Yeah. And actually, it didn't didn't suit me. I don't think looking back now. And so ah. then, I moved this way at the beginning of lockdown and that's where I thought what's this 10 for 10 go and, <laughs> go and give it a try what a deal that is what yeah. a deal that is <laughs> so I want you to tell us a bit about that one comment I really want to make is the reason why I've, I think how long your fitness journey is taking and it's significant for people to hear is it was in your 30s and it's not that long you know four years isn't that long a time um, and the transformation like, I've seen some of the pictures has been considerable 
you've done so well and it, and it, you know we all say it all the time but consistency is key and by plugging away at something and reversing some of you know the the hard work of filling your body with beer and kebabs for years yeah. um, you know sometimes it takes consistent hard work um, of a similar amount of time to reverse the process um, but actually in reality from where you were a few years isn't that isn't that long to be running ridiculous times like an hour and 12 yeah the, the, the point I'll, I'll pick up on that is obviously you know it's consistency consistency is the main thing you know you can be if you consistently over your calories and you consistently don't exercise you're gonna be unhealthy and you're gonna put on weight obviously if you then get yourself into a a a good routine where you consistently within your your tde which is total daily energy expenditure yeah and you're consistently exercising it's going to go the other way so you're then going but it takes time you've got to be patient with it in this day and age there's the one of the constant battles that i have is that people want instant results like i'm going to go and eat ice cubes for a week and air and dust diet and then i'm going to lose 50 50 50 50, yeah, 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 fifty kg over a week, yeah. You know, if you if if you starve yourself, then you're gonna you're gonna lose weight, but it's not sustainable, and you're gonna then put it back on, yeah. So it's finding a, a balance in life as well. We, we're not going, we're not elite athletes, we're not monks, we're not gonna, you know. I, I've done it through my boxing where I've completely restricted myself, missed going out people's birthdays, missed everything, didn't enjoy myself, you know. So you've got to find that balance as well, you know. You've got to go and enjoy life. But also, you know, look after your health and your fitness as well, you know. And um, if you can get in a good routine, um, it's what you've done, and 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 give it time and be patient with it, and it and it doesn't happen overnight. And yeah, and I like just say hats off for for doing that. And like now you've got that sense of achievement as well, where you do the great self run, you get a really good time, you get and it release endorphins, and and you get that sense of achievement. You think right now, what else can I do? Yeah. You know, um, and that, and it can become a little bit addictive as well, and you. If you're addictive in a in a fitness environment, that that's a really good place to be. I think yeah. with it as well though, it's realizing that there's other fitness things. So yeah. coming and doing boot camp and yeah. it being really varied, rather than yeah. just being like road runner every yeah. day, lacing up the trainers and going out. It's going and actually making a community out of it. Yeah, definitely, and that's the big thing of what I try to do. Like if you do something over and over again, it does become boring and monotonous and stuff, you know. Um, so we try and change it up all the time, and that's why we do this event series to give people a little bit of an insight of other stuff. You know, we do the boxing, um, and and it keeps people engaged because you're doing different stuff and you don't know what you're doing from one week to the next, um, because. Like ultimately, if you want if you want to lose weight or you want to become fitter, you can run every day. Honestly, and that and you'll be if you if you have if you have a balanced diet with that and you run every day, then you're going to be fitter. You're going to lose weight, but ultimately, slapping the tarmac for for miles and miles all the time can be boring and monotonous. Yeah. Some people love it, um, but then if you can supplement with other sort of stuff, you know, a bit of strength training, a bit of resistance training being a part of a good community where you're around good people then you know then it becomes a little bit more sustainable as well you know totally agree so let's talk a little bit about boot camp then um you mentioned that you're enrolled in the 10 10 scheme uh 10 sessions for 10 pounds yeah app.bcuk.uk yeah big plugs <laughs> thanks <for being. laughs> uh, always working you know always grafting never resting um, laura tell us about why you joined a boot camp and more importantly what's kept you coming so i think it it popped up on my facebook the 10 for 10 and i just thought right i'll go give that a, a bash it's a tenner if i turn up once and it's crap i'll yeah i, I won't have lost a lot of money um, UK marketing budget working <laughs> one, there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and i started when it was like the slow release back into the world mm. so they were like Eight people, yeah. I remember those days. So you ran like four or five sessions a night, yeah, with like eight people and two, three instructors. Yeah, so we had. uh, I remember those days. So we had five sessions per night for two instructors. So it was ten, ten sessions, uh, per per evening. No. The, the fear in your eyes just looking back at that is really powerful. Yeah, yeah. That must have been really hard work. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was, it was long nights. Um, 
But ultimately, people have been locked down, people haven't had done anything, and people are looking forward to getting back on the field, seeing people. Um, so I, I felt uh, uh, a responsibility to be able to do it. And I said to people, I said, I, w- I wouldn't want to turn anyone away. So if we have to put sessions on until nine o'clock at night, we will do. I think you put them up to like yeah. half eight, nine. I think right? half yeah, eight they were they were into, yeah. Um, Which is really admirable, yeah. but fucking draining for you. Yeah, it was just. Um, and I was standing out in the heat as well, <laughs> risking risking my <laughs> risking life. Your life. But for me as well, for me, and I'd been I'd been locked down. I hadn't seen anyone, so it was so nice to see, you know. And I could get around and speak to people because we were in small groups. I could actually speak to people a little bit better. Yeah. Um, uh, so it was really nice for me to get out and, and engage with people again, you know, and being in a positive environment. The booking app was a bit of a nightmare, though. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What impact did lockdown have on your mental health? Uh, I think it had an. I think it had an effect on everyone. Everyone's it mental did, health. But I want to know yours specifically. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that you know, come a bit draw, um, bit within myself, a bit drawn. You know, I wasn't really speaking to a lot of people. I started drinking a little bit more. You know, um, and yeah, I, I think it, it affected me more than than uh, what I thought, you know, like, yeah. um, but as I say, you know, it was just really good to get back and, and see everyone and then like, then I, then we got the ball rolling again and then being around a positive community again and um, yeah, and, and, and we, we come out of it. But I think that lockdown, a lot of people suffered through lockdown. I think, uh, yeah, that is, um, ourselves included. Yeah. Laura, tell us a little bit about what impact uh, lockdown had on your mental health. So I, I started lockdown living in Southampton. Ooh, Sorry. Well, get off not, now. Not living. <laughs> I, I, went, I went and moved in uh, with Charlotte. It was the first time we'd ever lived together. Oh. Um, it was like a third floor, one bedroom flat with yeah. my dog in the heat wave time. Yeah. It's worth saying that Charlotte is Laura's wife. Got married during the lockdown yeah. and everything. So yeah. yeah, that's just locked her up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and that was really difficult being in a, a one bedroom flat and she'd go off out to work every day and I would just sit there um, mm-hmm. and that's when I started doing even more running because yeah. that was I still hadn't joined boot camp obviously at that well, it's, point. A, it's a coping mechanism isn't it and I think fitness for, for mental health so is important from that as well you know yeah. Um, but yeah and then it, and it was that like you were only supposed to go out for a certain amount of time but yeah I fully hold my hands up. I used yeah. to just run just during the day all day. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, moved moved into our house in Subington, and I felt very disconnected from everything and everyone because again I was yeah. by myself in the house. I had the gardening and that then I could do, yeah. but that that's when I sort of realised I needed to go make friends yeah. and do other things, and I think that's what led me to the boot camp and yeah. probably kept me coming back okay so the people were part of what kept you coming back what else has kept you staying involved in bootcamp I think that the, the people the community and then the variation of exercises makes it fun each week but it, it is it's like the Blanchard trophy there's different things on all the time and having a competitive nature you want to stay and you want to yeah come back and you want to beat what you did last year or, or, or take part and or beat everyone yeah, or, yeah, <laughs> <bunch of> people. <laughs> yeah. And I think definitely through through doing like the boxing and then going to thunder I now I felt yesterday at, at the strong person I feel a lot more of a across the board yeah. member yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm purple at heart yeah, but yeah. I've got friends now in every camp. I actually spend half of yeah. my time, yeah, speaking yeah. to more of like the boxers and thunder people, yeah. and then going back to my fairer group. And yeah. I really like how there's there's this sort of bridge now between the camps. But that's 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 that's, that's what that's what we want. We're we're a big community. We have our own little individual identities, but we're part of something big. And like as as we do more of these events, and then people will will engage more with with people from other parts and we just create a bigger bigger community in that so my, that's the that's the main thing that that i want to um do because 
when you go to like a gym or you go to a class, so you go and do your class, it can be varied and stuff, but it's not that community. And like it, so that's why we do different events, like a scored event, like Blanchard Trophy, where it creates a team ethos. We do the, the boxing event, which is something different again, big socials, games night, boot fest. Um, so that uh, no, we, we, have, we have people that come to rarely come to some of the sessions but don't miss the social yeah because yeah, you know, yeah. they want to be part of that community as well and that and that no that is you know the I'd, I'd rather that than 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 someone who's not part of anything so we're we're affecting people's mental health because they're part of something as well and that yeah. being a positive impact on people's lives i love that i turned up at boot um uh, swimming this morning yeah and a load of c unity people that aren't boot campers yeah. but their partners and that are are talking about getting their boot fest tickets. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's for good. Boot fest. That's good. Uh, yeah, yeah. And that's gonna that's gonna get that's gonna get bigger and bigger each year yeah, and stuff. The now, reach which is good. that that's yeah. meeting that was amazing. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, and I think it, that's got huge potential. And uh, can't wait to see what we do in that yeah. in coming years. I find I think about it all the time but now because it's it's such an attractive thing that we that we do. I, I think there is there's ways to level it up that yeah. are going to be really really exciting yeah um, we uh, touched on the boxing a little bit there it was one of the things that boot camp ha- has done that's uh, varied and, and unusual we put on a boxing show those of us who of you who are regularly listening will know we did that um, uh, on one of the weekends just gone on July 9th Laura boxed on that show not only did she box on that show she won her, her fight not only did she win her fight but she was crowned best boxer uh, much to uh, Pete's uh, <laughs> disagreement he says he was under duress from uh, an arsonist <laughs> uh, but, uh, but Laura tell us uh, about why the boot camp boxing was so appealing to you because you get to hit people. <laughs> uh, I mean, great. Yeah, you that one up right there. That, that's all you need. Because you get to hit, hit people. So who, who was on your top hit list? From, uh, who did you enjoy hitting the most? Probably Rana. <laughs> <laughs> Back in circle, go on. Um, I liked it in the, uh, in the training sessions, uh, you know, hit people like uh, Stuart Pearce, uh, uh, who, uh, you know, come in a really game, really long limbs, um, or was that for a tear up? Yeah, he, so he, he he approached me after after the boxing show and he definitely wants to do it next year. So yeah, I thought he might. Yeah, so Stuart Pearson, I'm going to get you matched with, yeah. with, with Laura. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do Freddie Mercury in the yeah. living room and find out what happens. <laughs> um, yeah, just just a shout out on on the boxing with Laura. Like she she's boxed twice now, so so she's been to two training camps, two fight uh, two fight camps. She box twice you know and she put a lot of hard work in to learn the fundamentals of boxing like with Laura she will never say no to a tear up uh, and she will take a few to give a few and she will mix it up um, but we've tried to over over the last two training camps we tried to turn into a bit of a boxer and I think we've we've accomplished that a little bit now you know like there, yeah a li- little bit more more controlled aggression which is good um, but it's been thoroughly thoroughly enjoyable you know we've got up at five we've done training camp at five o'clock in the morning the the atmosphere in the gym has been absolutely buzzing. Um, uh, Spark camp, we've we've they've done a couple of rounds with me, which is quite nice to have a bit of a move around. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, thoroughly thoroughly deserved. On the on the best boxer, um, there was a couple of contenders. Uh, Law Law was one of the contenders, but the 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 reason why I wanted to go for another person is. Uh, the, Probably, you know, we always expect Laura to 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 be up there, and you know she's she's a solid solid boxer with good foundation. She's she's boxed before, um, but the 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 other person, Kate Hawkins, that who got my belt, she really boxed out of our skin that night. You know, um, yeah, um, it was a first timer. Yeah, never done it before. Yeah, but but ultimately, you know, Laura thoroughly deserving of that award, um, and. Um, yeah, Mike Mike wouldn't let me give it to anyone else, you know. Like, <laughs> and I didn't I didn't want to pay the deposit of the school getting burnt down. No. <laughs> I really enjoyed watching Katie box. Yeah. Like her, the, what she'd learned over yeah. the the first lot and coming out and changing the way that she boxed and becoming 
like more the aggressor out yeah. of the, the two was fantastic. Exactly. So, yeah. Through through training camp, she was very very placid, very timid. Um, she didn't really throw a lot. Whereas she come out, she bossed it off the jab. Anyone who, who through fight camp, who the, my philosophy of boxing is set the attack up, control the distance, control the distance, don't rush it, pick your shots, move off, start again. If you if you want to have a sustained attack, then we phase it up. So we do it in two or three phases, and that's pretty much how she boxed. That's pretty much how she boxed, you know. And the guys that boxed on the show will know that when you get in there and the adrenaline's going, sometimes what have you done in training camp that just goes out the window? But she she had the calmness about her to 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 rely on what she'd been taught, um, and that and that that's why she got my vote. But sound again. Like there, there was a few people that could have got in. Laura, Laura was well deserved in getting that best boxer. Yeah, for sure. Uh, one of the things I find most exciting about Katie, though, is because she's so young, she's early twenties. Um, she's got, and, and she's looking at going into into the army and maybe follow it there. You know, she's got a, a good length of time to make a go of this if she wants to. Yeah, 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 definitely. Stay in a month. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're, if you're older it, than me, you're for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Next year when yeah. She's well, I, I told you we should have got the young up and coming ones on. Why have we got the other? <laughs> yeah, the aging ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, would you do the boxing again? I would, definitely. I don't know if I'll be allowed to. I, uh, <laughs> what I mean, do you mean, by who? I, I think my wife and I have some disagreements about it. Um, <laughs> Can you but, say a little bit about? But what she, you she's an avid supporter, though. She, oh. she's good. Like she, she um, turns up to all the boxing and and she gets loud, and you can always hear her in the crowd. She's always got a sign up. Yeah, as well, did you so. see her sign this year? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Lesbians do it better. <laughs> I think she's just worried about trying to outdo her board for next year. That's, that's really the reason. She just won't admit it. Yeah. But even even if I weren't to take part in the show, I yeah. I'd be there at the training because actually, that's the bit that made me come back the second yeah. year. It's the it's the getting up early and putting the work in. And even even if you're not boxing on the show, you know you're part of the team now. And and yeah. like you, uh, I I would like people that have that have been part of the team and you still be part of it. You know, like you, we look at people like Jim and Ryan that were still part of it. Dan Turner, you know, yeah. was part of it. Um, so still stay involved you know even if you don't want to box on the show I still want people to be involved I, want, I want to yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah just some diplomacy yeah, to, yeah. to be taken care of first they're, they're yeah. signing up to it and then just accidentally yeah, yeah. turning up maybe, maybe we'll get Charlotte in the ring and stuff <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be good that'd, that'd be really, really yeah. good I want to talk a little bit about your relationship with Charlotte and um, how much of an important person she has been to you what kind of support has has Charlotte given you across uh, your time in boot camp and doing some of the events? Because I think of things like the fan dance um, that you went and achieved, where, where you're gone for like a whole weekend pretty much, or at least it might, might, must feel like that. Yeah. Um, tell us a bit about how she supported you. Um, I think like everyone sort of knows who she was before she even joined because mm. she would come along every weekend to the Blanchard Trophy Challenges yeah be my personal photographer yeah yeah um, i remember that in the early days when it was individual and charlotte yeah. would turn up and she would support you know and and she was like your number one fan which yeah. which is yeah. really nice to see to be honest i think that's that's in life she is my yeah. number one fan yeah. which is amazing um and has helped to keep this sort of positive person and like life attitude going yeah. she's very much into us being healthy and that and yeah. I think I started running so she started running she yeah. did yoga so I started yoga and and now hopefully we've got yeah. a, a boot camp yeah well she well, uh, so she she's now part of it she's done her first uh, event yesterday yeah we had a ceremony in the morning where I handed her a purple t-shirt <laughs> yeah. of mine to wear because her yeah. hadn't arrived but so. as well and, and probably the event which is Probably, would you probably say quite far up our remit the first one yeah um, yeah strong man like she's probably strength uh, a test or strength element is probably not her go-to no. physical <laughs> event is it so so she stepped into the firing hole for that one so big shout out to charlotte but there'll be other events coming up that i think that she'll do really well with as well yeah 
yeah, I think there's some stamina there, and, yeah. and the girl can run. Can can she read a map though? Yes, <laughs> yes she has no directional skill <laughs> oh, yeah. at all. <laughs> Lucky she's in Vegas. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, I really want to talk about uh, and ask you about how people have reacted um, to the two of you as a as a couple. Both of you have a distinct look. You're covered in tattoos. How how have you been received at boot camp? Um, I think okay. I think I, I maybe probably put more nerves on it at the beginning because I'm actually I'm quite an, like intro, ex, introverted extrovert really. Yeah. <laughs> so like or whichever way around it is like I really struggled the first day of ever turning up um, mm. at that eight person boot yeah. camp and I stood opposite Kirsty Watts on the stepper <laughs> and realised that she's competitive. Yeah, <laughs> and, no, and outspoken. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I sort of thought, oh God, like, I don't know if this is for me. And now, obviously, have a real good friend in, in her. Yeah. Um, and I think with that, people sometimes aren't sure how to take somebody that looks like me. Yeah. Short, muscular, tattooed, dyke. Sometimes I don't. Is that PC? Is that, can we say I think, that? I think, I think she can I'm, say I'm that. <laughs> I think looking at me, I'm slightly sort of off-putting. Yeah. And then actually, when people started to talk to me, they realised that I'm actually quite friendly. Yeah, um, more than. Yeah, more. But like, do you know what? It's you know, we are we are a community of people from all different makeups, all different backgrounds, all different genders, um, and you know, just a just a part of that. You know, like I I look at. Now you engage. We've got people like Jackie, like seventy four years old. We've got yeah. like uh, like Kate Hawkins, uh, young girl coming up, and we've got everything in between. And you know, I, I I can imagine like you probably see it more how people can look at you, but uh, you know, I I wouldn't have anything else that like it's an inclusive environment that everyone should come down. You know, so so don't you know, shouldn't have to worry about that. I think my wedding had a a big thing. Um sort of saying about getting married yeah. and obviously in the end a lot of boot campers came to yeah. reception um, but leading up to it that allowed the questions to start flowing about yeah. you know will you wear a dress hell no like, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've worn a dress since about <laughs> since I was like 21 yeah. um, which I looked fabulous in my <laughs> um, I had a bright pink one um, but it allowed those questions to start flowing yeah. a little bit more for people that were inquisitive. Yeah. Um, and then coming to the wedding and that for them as well, I think it was great. And it, it made things easier in a way. It, they sort of could ask, are you going to wear a dress? No, I don't wear dresses yeah. and that sort of thing. Um, and it just made it But But ultimately, that, it doesn't, it like, it's like... You would, would people don't have to conform to, to to ways that society tells us, you know, like you know, as long as we you know, we are not horrible, not prejudiced, you know, a lot of people yeah. can do whatever they want really, you know. So um and you know, and I say it's great that you're part of our community and we wouldn't have it any other way, you know. So I think what I find really interesting though is that for some people believe it or not, but because of the kind of lives they lead you would be the first person making those sorts of life choices uh, in terms of uh, same-sex uh, sexuality that they would have been friendly with or or come face to face with on a regular basis and so for some people i think it can still despite the fact that we're in 2022 and, and yeah. the world has changed and we've got a really inclusive ethos um it's you're an unknown to some people. Yeah. Yeah. You, you'd scare the life out of my dad. And I think that's it. Like, number one, I'm going to pick you up on the word choices because I didn't choose to be too yeah. big. Oh. I no, just am. Um... No, no, that's no, no. And, and, and fair play, I put my hands up to that, I think. Uh... <laughs> it's, 20, it's 2022, um, come on, get with the programme, Rob. But, but <laughs> I think that's, that's, I find, I like to go out and meet lots of people that maybe haven't met somebody like yeah, me yeah. and change their mind like yeah. I'd love to meet your dad petrify yeah. the hell out of him and then yeah. actually hopefully turn his point of view around even if it was just me yeah because it would ha- it, 
it helps, I think. But I, uh, I, I, I have this conversation. Oh, well, I used to have this conversation with him all the time. With that, but like, he, he, it will, it will hang around with the, the same, the same people are the same sort of uh, makeup, the same age, you know, and that is their, that is their, they've got the same views across yeah. there, whereas he doesn't engage with any other people, so he doesn't see any other, other view, you know, and it, it, there are people from all different backgrounds and like, and no one's, you know, no one live or how they are is the set way, like he used the term with me, normal, well there is no normal, normal is just, you know, what, what, what entails to you, you know, and there is, there's no, you know, I'm normal. Yeah, that's what I mean. But, but that's your that 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 yeah. But that's your that's your yeah. normal. There, like, and I, I used to, to I used to say to him when we used to have like debates about. It, I said like define normal to me, yeah. and he, he he would be like well or like a man and a woman like so I'm telling, so you think heterosexual is normal to you? Well, no, no, it is, isn't it? I said well well how is it like define normal? Yeah. Um, but he just couldn't comprehend it. But that is obviously I think that's a a gener- generational thing. I think. Um, but I love that in in the sense of like boot camp yeah. can change people's minds. They come to come to a fitness thing, but yeah. actually we meet loads of different people within yeah. our community that yeah. are out there. Yeah. You would have walked past the street. Maybe I'd be in Stubbington's Iceland, yeah. and Jenna might walk past me and yeah. never spoke to me. Yeah. Whereas actually now she gets to tell me that she needs me to pick up. The jerry can and the <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I'll do exactly what yeah, she tells me. Exactly, and I exactly. love that that it bridges that yeah. in the in the local community yeah. as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think the generational point is an interesting one, and not just on issues of uh, gender and sexuality, um, but um, I was at my parents recently obviously the women's euros is going on you've yeah. been to a few yeah, you know, yeah. matches in your island bucket hats exactly I, yeah. I, I'm fully sold on uh, yeah. on women's football now I, said, I think I'm going to stop watching the men yeah they're well, not the, playing their women the same as the men yeah, yeah, yeah. there's some really good yeah. stuff going on and the USA have been campaigning a long time for the same thing but my parents were coming out with comments like okay, why well, they giving women's football such a big push on the TV who's going to want to watch that and 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 I would see my parents as, you know, for their generation, relatively woke. It, you know, they have um, a diverse group of friends of, you know, with, with different ethnicities, ethnicities, um, sexualities, genders, the lot. But they still come out with some, what I find, found to be really quite bigoted views. Um it, it's everywhere and if we don't kind of call it out like Laura did to me earlier in the podcast um, <laughs> then, then I think actually we're not going to um, although I did not involve give us a shout out to some of the members at, at Fairham who have played oh, but not just at Fairham some of the people at Bootcamp who have played an important part in your uh, in your time in Bootcamp it goes it goes across the board because like for me Lisa Wren when I first started she was the one that would smile at you, come and talk to you. Um, and I think for like the last two years, I've voted for her as my boot camper's boot camper because she is the person that just talks to anyone and everyone yeah. doesn't care who she works with. But I felt like she took me under her wing a little bit when I first joined, and I really, really appreciated that. Um, and then moving forward, you've got you know Ryan and Jenna that turn up to things like the Blanchard and they just encourage you the whole way through. Um, during the boxing, uh, Ryan gave me a lift to one of the sparring nights and I sort of, I had a chat with him and he wasn't the balls out chap <laughs> with the, doing the sit-ups that I thought he was. He's quite a sensitive guy and, mm. and after that sort of formed a bond with him that every so often he'll send us a text or like yeah. with the boxing this time a couple of days before like a good luck message and then yeah, you would just a point on that Ryan one yeah you would think that like everyone sees Ryan as that like the, the, he gets everyone going but his story is a very interesting one as well you know like and um, he's a massive part of our community in that he's a, he's a top 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 lad as well you know but he is a bit more sensitive than what people think massively yeah, yeah. and you see that you get to see a glimmer of that and when we did pen, the pen van the fan dance you know, I was struggling to get up the top. Um, I was ahead of sort of Jenna and that that were they were in their little group, and then I was sort of head down. Suddenly thought, 
you know, I need someone. And he was there by the side of me and mm. spoke to me the whole way up. Yeah. Um, and he's just that person. He notices someone that's lagging behind and he'll go and he'll help support and build them up, which mm. I think is really great. Yeah, yeah. You better stop talking about him now because his ego will go through. Well. <laughs> yeah, he's not actually able to get out of the house, no. <laughs> um, yeah. But he is, you know. And I think sometimes you get people like that, and you probably don't thank them. Yeah. Um, but he does. You watch it and do it with yeah. so many different people. You, you try and take it for granted that like that's what he does all the time, but really, yeah. you know, you, you know, he, he really sets the tone for for the community and brings the community together. You know, which is. Is good. Is there is anyone else like across across all locations and stuff like? I was gonna say it's more like the like so the the thunder buddies like yeah. the the guys that are at the gym. Mm. It started with the boxing, yeah, and then sort of there's a smaller group of us that go to the other yeah other classes there, and we all just support each other. And yeah. That's yeah. what I really really like. It's um, a crazy atmosphere in there. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's like I come I come out like six or seven in the morning. I'll come out. My ears are ringing. I feel like I've been to an all-night rave, like, but I'm pumped up and buzzing, and like, it, it's just a really good, good way to start the morning, though. Um, yeah, but uh, anyone in particular? Like, so for me, like Mel. Yeah. Recently, she's, we've, she's like, yeah, list. she's she's sort of this slightly quiet but hilarious <laughs> yeah. uh, individual. I think like being probably of a similar age. Yeah. Um, we like the similar music and stuff as well, yeah. and she just she'll make you smile but yeah. also sort of have have your back again yeah. I think I think that's the general thing with the yeah. whole community is you yeah. just feel like people have got yeah. got your back yeah, yeah um, I, I quickly formed a really good bond with Rana and Paul at the beginning yeah. of this boxing camp yeah. and we've sort of the three of us make yeah. sure that we all know what's happening I'll normally get the what does that message that Pete's put out <laughs> mean and I decipher it and make sure that they come to what they can come to. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just that sort of across the board yeah. relationship that I've built with people. And then that means that sort of becoming friends with Paul Herbert, I'm now really quite good friends with Dave Goulson at yeah. events. Like he came and found me and we had a chat yesterday. Yeah. And that. I've got a lot of time for those two. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. They're not they're together. Like, yeah. They're not yeah, they together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's start the rumour now. They're like dumb yeah. dumber. Dave, Dave would love it. Paul yeah. keeps saying no. Dave gets Paul really drunk. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, so being on that as well, one of the big things that you've done this year. Before we have a bit of a recap of uh, of what you've done over over the time that you've been with us, uh, is the is the SS fan dance route. Obviously, we raised a lot of money in that. You you yes, you were the spearhead in that as well. So just have, have a little talk about that a little bit of a rundown of that. If you can. I've never climbed a mountain before. Yeah. Um, and I think when you sort of said about it, I was really nervous, and I thought, if you don't challenge yourself, you won't yeah, change yourself. Exactly. Or, a wise or person you know. once said that. <laughs> um, and so it was like, right, I'll, I'll do the fan dance. I'll, I'll try and do the weighted one. Um, yeah. yeah so for, I'll just give you a bit of a background on that as well. So um, every every year we try to do a challenge. Like we took the guys to climb Snowden. Um, try and change it each, each time. Well, this year uh, we set our uh, set ourselves the goal of doing the fan dance. If uh, yeah, so what the fan dance is is a uh, a test on SS selection. So it's it, it includes two climbs, no, yeah, two climbs of Penny Fan, which is the the highest peak in South Wales. Uh, the Brecon Beacons. The Brecon Beacon, yeah, it's horrendous con- conditions. It's like. Uh, you're climbing for, I think it's about 800, 900 metres now. So it's a pretty serious climb and it's quite steep. Uh, and it's carry, we're carrying 20 kilos in weight as well. They they do it four hours. Obviously, we, we weren't doing it that fast, but we still did the whole route as well. Obviously, Laura took took it on herself to um, to reach out to British... Uh, British aid, British Ukrainian aid with, yeah. as well, and and get some fundraising done, and she'll go a little bit more into that as well. But we had about fifty bootcampers that turned up to do different elements of that day as well. Um, so yeah, that's just a little bit of background. Obviously, Laura raised money, so just just tell us a little bit about. Well, you say I raised money, but I think the people that yeah. you know, I put it out there and put it yeah. out to all the bootcampers to get involved. Yeah, and so many people picked up on it and it was nice that 
the way I sort of tried to word it was that it was going to be for everyone yeah. um, under the one blanket of yeah. my just giving page. Yeah. But I think Dave Gilson and Paul Herbert, the yeah. two of them went to battle with their mates uh, <laughs> sponsoring them and the two of them yeah. did a large, large part of the yeah. um, the actual donations or oh, their it, friends did. It was amazing. How, we raised, how much did we raise in total? Like £1,600 or something? Yeah, it was, it was a I can't remember now. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was. It really blew our minds at the time. Yeah, yeah. for what we first set out to raise, yeah. it it went far yeah. further than it, I thought it would get to. Yeah. Um, but the actual event, like just getting up there and then holding the flag at the top. Yeah, yeah. Um, was amazing. I didn't sort of on the way up. I sort of started to think this was all right. Yeah. And then started to make our way down the other side, and then. The, the actual weight of the rucksack starts to take over and I think you'd felt my rucksack yeah. down at the beginning yeah. and you've gone oh you can take some out like if you really need to um, which then that was like no th- yeah. this is staying on and I'm, yeah. I'm finishing it no matter what happens it was I'm, quite it was quite brutal obviously climbing out the legs but I, what I found is coming down the other side was just just as painful to be honest you know like, for me the down yeah I, I much prefer going up or even when I run I, yeah. Going up, I hate running downhill, yeah. walking downhill. I find the impact yeah. is worse. And for Stacey, with her knees, and yeah. she says she's had four operations on yeah, her knees. Yeah, and her knees still quite bad now. So yeah. Yeah. And she she did it with the weight. Yeah. And yeah, she struggled near the end, but there was a couple of guys from Chichester that were there that we've never met before. Yeah. And they did not leave her side. Yeah. And I think that's that's what I love again about yeah. this. You yeah. know, these two randomish guys. Who are part of the community but we haven't spoke to before yeah. they you know they had the mentality of we're a group and yeah no should, left behind but it, like that was quite a it's quite all a, women. All all women. Women. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was quite a um a, like a sense of achievement for everyone and everyone was buzzing after they, they've got done it as i said that is that is a test that they do on ss selection so it is pretty brutal it's arduous and um, you know carrying weight going up hills you you there's no way to to tap out and say I'm done because you're out on the hill, you know. Once yeah. you once you get there, you, that's it. You're in for the long haul, um, especially coming up the other side, Jacob's Ladder, which is it, it, it's a bit of a famous trek on the on the fan dance, and it just seems like you go up forever. You think you're at the top, and then it rolls over again, and you, and you go up again. Uh, I but can't yeah, step over the ditches, like the little yeah. water valley bits. I was yeah. having to go into them because I physically couldn't put my feet the yeah. other side of them. Yeah. It was so steep. Yeah, but it was good. Um, and then so next 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 year, obviously looking to do another one of those. Uh, any any other any yeah any any other one? Three peaks is that you want to do? Three yeah. Peaks. So that so the ones that we've got obviously three peaks. The only problem with that is obviously there's a lot of lot of driving. We're down yeah. we're down in the south of England. Obviously all the peaks uh, north. You know you talk of Ben Nevis, which is a long way from here. Snowdon. Snowdon, um, and then scaffold points are all quite north. Um, it, I'd love to do it. I'd love to do it, but obviously the admin side of that. The one that I've probably is going to be the the winner for next year is the Jurassic Coast, uh, which yeah. is a beautiful part of the world. You know, Daredevil's door and stuff, and it and it'd be quite it's quite arduous. Also, the other one is the Pilgrim's Way, which is along the South Downs. Um, okay. The Jurassic Coast we talk about. I believe some of the guys are cycling. They're doing, they're, we're going we're gonna do, we're gonna do the cycle. So we do a we do a cycle every year as well. Um, so we did we we did the South Downs Way. It was a hundred mile over two days from Winchester to Eastbourne. That was quality. Absolutely sore backside. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, <laughs> and then the, the 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 ride we're doing this year is the the Jurassic Coast ride. But it'd be it'd be slightly it'd be different from the walk. Um, and it'll be a different part of of the actual the coastal path, but yeah, and then uh, and then moving on from there, we we never stay still. We always look to 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 do bigger and better things. Uh, me personally, I want to try and get an event going abroad. That's the next one. Yeah. Whether it be the the Paris Half Marathon, the Paris Marathon, or something that we can get over there and do in one day, or maybe stay over. Yeah, like, you know, so yeah, that's yeah, Don't have boot campers stay over Don't worry, they've got a British embassy over there. I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's the next thing we're trying. You know, so I've looked looked at the Paris. You know, if we can get 
boot campers from all the different locations to go over and do the, the Paris marathon or half marathon. I think that would be a really good good sense of achievement. Doing it abroad is quite easy to, to jack up, really, to be yeah. honest. And relatively easy to get to. As yeah, far yeah. and then it's quite scenic as well. You know, you go past all the landmarks, you know, Eiffel Tower, the Louvre and stuff, you know. So yeah. that watch out for the next one. Cool, yeah, so just want to just sum up uh, Laura's journey at Bootcamp and that. She's, she's been a massive part of our community. She's done some really amazing stuff. So you joined our uh, July 2020, yeah. you say, yeah, July 2020. And obviously, uh, it was a tough time, you know, like we, we, we were running bootcamps with just five people and then progressed it up absolutely trained so hard when you come down really put the commitment in got involved in in the community and, and made some really really good friends head and shoulders one one best new best newcomer and that's just she won a award on our on our on our first year and then just progressed from there really so i just want to say you know thank you for being being part of the journey and then like just keep keep believing and achieving yeah. <laughs> that's a new one for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not school <laughs> Maybe as a final sign of the Laura, what would you say to somebody who is considering getting involved with any exercise, but particularly Boot Camp UK? Uh, what would you say to them if they were considering it and maybe have a voice inside, giving them all the excuses not to do it? Prepare to change your life. Yeah. Like that's my life now revolves around boot camp, boot camp yeah. challenges, um, speaking to the guys on a like a daily basis. Yeah, can't shut up the phone. <laughs> yeah. 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 Some, sometimes you wish you could gather. Yeah, yeah. Out of, out of. We know who. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it is that you think you turn up and you're quiet for the first couple of weeks, but before yeah. you know it. Some somebody will take you under their wing yeah. and they will help you and it will change your life. But that's but that's what we want. We want it. To, it's not just a, a fitness class, especially for me as well. You know, like and it, and um, you know, I I put my my life and soul into it and creating um different events and challenges and it's being part of something. You know, but being part of something in a in a in a healthy environment. You know, uh, and you know, and you you took that with both hands. Really, yeah. So that's a wrap from us at Bootcamp UK, Thunder Buddies podcast. Please keep subscribing and being in contact with us and letting us know what you think because that means so much. Had such good feedback from the Waterlooville podcast and can't wait to hear what you make of this one. Speak to you soon. See you later.